0: Welcome to Liquor & Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 43, and I'm drinking Kahana Royale Macadamia Nut Liqueur. As a listener, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, entertaining, and consistent in my reviews. But on this one, I'm not well-researched. Well, I mean, I guess I am... Well researched, but I'm pretty much at a dead end, and that's disappointing. I'll tell you more as I go, but this bottle fits in with the likes of the Bundaberg Overproof Rum I featured in Episode 3, and the Twalamore Dew I featured in Episode 10. The Kahana Royale I have here I've been saving for just the right time to open. It's been more than 10 years now, it's 11 years old actually, since when I purchased it, but it's still shrink wrap, sealed closed. When I first started this podcast, this particular spirit was one I really wanted to uncover the story of, and I started looking into it in earnest months ago. I literally reached the end of Google results, where it says, No further results. That's never happened before. I saw all that there was to be found online, and I've cobbled together these bits of research to form the basis of this episode. I even deduced and inferred who the actual manufacturer was, and managed to get a call back from a company rep who confirmed Kahana Royale was their product, and where it was made, but I got nothing further from them. So this tale of my defeat by a spirit whose true history and production methods have eluded me may be of interest and entertaining nonetheless. So let's get to it, this bottle has waited much too long to be opened. The Kahana Royale that I have, I bought in 2010 on a trip to Maui with my wife. It is 750 milliliters, it is bottled at 21% alcohol by volume, making it 42 proof, and it retails at about $15. The bottle is simple. It's not bespoke. It's a type of clear glass bottle you'd easily find filled with Pinot Grigio or a Sauvignon Blanc wine. It has a nicely printed clear label applied to the front to mimic an ACL or applied color or applied ceramic label. This is a type of label where color is actually baked onto the glass. That's what an ACL label is. Cahana Royale just mimics that with a nicely printed clear label. It does have a pair of blooming macadamia nut flowers right front and center on the label below Kahana Royale. But interestingly, for being a macadamia nut liqueur, it does not show macadamia nuts on it at all. There is red shrink wrap along the neck, and there is a very small coat of arms, a crest, that says the original. And then underneath, I had to really zoom in and look at it, it says Hawaiian Distillers. Okay, moment of truth. Let's open this bottle. So, going for the shrink wrap. Oop. I got part of it. Hang on. Here we go. Okay, it's got a little stopper. Let's hear a pop. <laughs> that was loud. it has got a... That looks like natural cork. A little plastic top but natural cork stopper. For each episode, I taste my spirits neat. I use a clean Glen Karen glass, which is a tasting glass. It's very nice. It lets you enjoy the spirit. So, I've got one ready. Let's go for a pour. All right. In the glass, it's a golden color. Nothing very unique about the look of it in the glass. It's clear, golden. Let's try it on the nose. Nutty, but I'd say almond, amaretto, more so than macadamia. I really like macadamia nuts. I eat them all the time, so I'm quite familiar with the flavor, and this isn't really it. It smells more almond or amaretto on the nose. That's about it. Not overly complex, but now the moment of truth. Let's try it on the palate. Been waiting more than a decade for this. So here we go. Not great, not bad. Let's try it another one. It's odd that it can, it tastes thin while feels thick. So it's sweet. It's got a a nutty flavor. The finish maybe is a bit more macadamia, but let me try it one more time. It's kind of creamy, it's fairly smooth. I can feel the alcohol, which is a little surprising because it's 21% ABV, so it's not very potent, but yeah, not great. Okay, so let's talk history. Here's the story as I know it. Currently, the bottle says it's made by Hawaiian Distilled Products Company, Miraloma, California. Further research aligns this with being a company owned by the Levesque Corporation. Lavec is a fourth-generation family-owned company in the beer, wine, and spirits business. They got their start selling beer after World War II and built it from there. A description from their website reads, Lavec became a wholesale distributor of distilled spirits and in the 1960s started its bottling operations. Over the next several decades, Lavec was recognized as among the highest volume distilled spirits providers in the U.S. And with this high volume comes diversity in the spirits business. They have their own brands, but they also do private labeling and contract bottling and canning. Of their own brands, the one they're promoting the most in recent years appears to be Pau Maui Vodka. It's distilled from Maui Gold Pineapples. But there's no mention of Kahana Royale macadamia net liqueur on the Levesque website anywhere. As I mentioned, I did call the company last year and left a few messages. A representative eventually called me back, and the most I got out of them was they were able to confirm Kahana Royale was one of their brands, and they made it in Mira Loma, California. But nothing more. No date of introduction, production details, history, sales figures, anything else that I really built this podcast to uncover. So what I do know is that it's been packaged this way since at least 2010 when I bought this bottle at Maui on vacation. Like the others I mentioned at the beginning, I'd been saving it for some special occasion, and I had been mistaken that I thought I could only get it in Hawaii and it wouldn't be available on the mainland. (laughs) It's available at my local liquor store. So it ended up just sitting in the liquor cabinet. At some point in the past, Kahana Royale seems to have been a more elegant brand. From research I did, it looks like it's been around since at least the 1980s. It was sold in a boxed, fancier bottle... The label on earlier bottles featured Hawaiian Distillers logo prominently. That's now present as the tiny embellishment on the red shrink wrap that I mentioned. And these earlier bottles also noted to have been produced and bottled by Hawaiian Distillers Honolulu, Hawaii, with notes on some labels that it was a product of Hawaii. In the old-style bottling, Kahana Royale was also a higher proof. It was 26.5% ABV or 53 proof. My thanks go out to collectors of miniature liquor bottles because their online photos of labels provide some insight, and in this era it seems Kahana Royale was part of a whole range of tropical liqueurs and bottled cocktails made by Hawaiian distillers. Everything from pineapple and passion fruit to Mai Tai and chichi cocktails, coffee liqueurs, and even a rum. I also found reference in a comment about this spirit that it was made with real macadamia nuts in Hawaii, and this may have been the case. I don't know when this occurred since I can't find any dates, but labeling changed to reference Tucson, California, as the point of origin, and then Mira Loma, California. So Levesque came into the picture at some point, and my theory is that they may have started as a contract manufacturer for Hawaiian distillers, or may have simply acquired the brand. I do know that Levesque's Tucson, California production plant opened in 1982, and their Mira Loma plant opened in 1997. So it could have been as early as 1982, but I have a feeling it was a bit later than this when Levette came into the picture. What I can say about Levette Corporation is as of 2012, which is nine years ago, so not really recent news, it was reported that they mixed and bottled 2,500 different spirits and liqueurs. So this reaffirms the fact that they're a high-volume producer. And a product like Cahana Royale probably doesn't get a whole lot of marketing love doesn't seem like it gets really any it took probably a week for a salesperson to call me back and confirm it was indeed their product but that's it for the brand history as far as i could find it nothing detailed about the old days when it was first created how it ended up becoming in my opinion a little less than it appears to have been originally okay on to how it's made First off, I have no idea, but I can guess that it's a neutral grain alcohol base to which flavoring is added and sugar. I suspect there's some caramel color added too. Several online reviews are not kind, and one from five years ago titled No Macadamias Here states Maraschino cherry juice plus almond extract plus grain alcohol plus a big dose of sugar equals Kahana Royale Hawaiian macadamia nut liqueur. When you take a sip of Frangelico, you can taste hazelnuts. I'm sorry, but cheap artificial almond flavoring isn't anything close to macadamias. And as I've been sipping on my sample during this episode, I tend to kind of agree. It's not great. It tastes a bit industrial, a little unrefined. Ah, It's disappointing. (laughs) I had high hopes. I've had it for so long. I mean, it wasn't expensive, so... You know, given the price point, you get what you pay for, but I was hoping for better. And to be fair, a lot of other online reviews are glowing, but it's interesting to read someone's deconstruction of the product in a review when it comes to production, that it's grain alcohol with a big dose of sugar and almond extract. And that's just one reviewer's opinion. So cocktails and consumption. Nothing really jumps out as far as recipes for this, though tropical drinks get the most mention. There's several mentions of using it as a coffee additive, and that's probably the case. I think that the idea of a macadamia nut liqueur in a tropical drink when you're in Hawaii probably fits the bill. And when it's mixed in a cocktail, you're not really going to taste it a whole lot with tropical juices and other mixers. So in summary, what do I think of Kahana Royale macadamia nut liqueur? It's not great. (laughs) I don't really like it. Uh, You know, I... I don't know, maybe I've gotten a more sophisticated palate through tasting different liquors and the cures for this podcast, but it does taste rather industrial or artificial. It doesn't really taste like macadamia nuts. It's an almond amaretto flavor more than anything. You could just slap a label on this and call it amaretto. Nobody would know the difference. They wouldn't think, oh, there's a little something extra. Um, Not macadamia flavored. Take another little sip. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, this one, it's not great. And there's not really a good story that I could find. I'm sure Levesque Corporation sells plenty of it. It probably gets picked up for the price point and used as a mixer. You know, that's what I'm going to do with the bottle. Mix it in a cocktail and some other base spirit or some creams or fruit juices or something will really just make it good <laughs> to drink, I guess. So, yeah, Kahana Royale. It kind of defeated me. It's not quite my typical episode format because I really want to know the story. And I just couldn't get it. Had to cobble it together. Looking at bits and pieces of like old uh, bar mirrors sold on eBay featuring the previous bottles and and that kind of research and just digging into it because the manufacturer couldn't provide me any information. And so I left to my own devices and the internet gave me what I got. So that's it for this episode of Liquor & Liqueur Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on liqueur, connoisseur.com. You can also find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, your favorite podcast platform. I'll be there. The show's also on social media. Instagram and Facebook are where I'm most active. And please leave me your feedback. And as always, thank you for listening.